Are you a mom in business suffering from the busyness of life? Keep listening because this is for you. I'm your host, Stacey Crown, a mama of three, a happily married wife with several thriving businesses. I'm right there in the thick of it with you, sister. Juggling it all can be so overwhelming and even depleting at times. Over the last nine years of my mompreneur journey, I've learned the hard way of what to do and what not to do when it comes to mom life and business, and I can't wait to share with you. Hustle culture actually broke me, but I'm so thankful that God was there to put me back together. This podcast is going to revive you spiritually, mend you mentally, and speak to you emotionally. We're going to talk all things faith, business, and mom life. So grab your coffee, buckle up, turn it up, and let's go. Hey, welcome back to the She Is Called podcast. So today I'm going to touch on a subject that I know has so much relatability to so many parents and honestly, I think so many moms. And this is why I think it affects moms (laughs) because sometimes being overstimulated is like it affects my husband and me different. Like he can tune everything out. Like literally there'll be like a tornado going around him with tantrums and the house could be on fire. And it's like, he's calm as a cucumber. I'm like doing his thing. And I am losing my ever loving mind. And sometimes I just feel, and maybe I'm wrong, but sometimes I feel like women and moms feel the overstimulation so much more than men. And maybe I'm wrong, but in our marriage, it's definitely me. So maybe my husband's just really good at hiding it. Maybe yours is too. Maybe there isn't a husband and it's only you. Like kudos to you, sister. You're doing it. All of us are. And so I want to really talk about today just the reasons why we feel overstimulated. Some of the reasons like building up to it and then what you can do when you feel that overstimulation to kind of combat it and bring yourself back down. So, I mean, let me paint this picture for you. Because today I was driving in the car alone and it was probably like five minutes until I realized it was just silence. I didn't have any music on. I didn't have the windows down. Like it was just me and I was in silence and it felt glorious. And I just felt for like the first time in so long, like a total peace, just peace and quiet. And I realized that in those moments where it's just me, It feels amazing. Like, don't get me wrong. I love my children. I love my family. But sometimes I just need a break. I'm someone who never suffered with anxiety or anything like that until I had kids, especially after the pandemic. So my anxiety, it creeps and just like over almost like a boiling pot, like it can easily boil over really quickly, especially when I'm overstimulated. And the reason why this moment for me was just like this beautiful few minutes by myself, because I was headed to the school to pick Jamison up. But the reason why it felt so good at the time was because probably 80% of the time I'm around kids, someone needs me, someone is touching me. I'm always, um, 
grabbing snacks or getting juice or needing to change a diaper or whatever it might be. And so just having a moment for myself, I don't care if it was five minutes or whatever it was, I sat in a moment of gratitude because there's always volume, right? Like there's always a TV on or always the iPads going or someone fighting, someone talking to me, usually people talking over each other to talk to me. Like my husband and I can't even have a conversation alone while the kids are awake because they're just, we're just, our kid, we're in the thick of it. Like they're eight, four and two and we're just very needed, which is a good thing. I'm not complaining whatsoever. I love my children, but I also love me some alone time. So if you feel that by any means, doesn't matter if you have a newborn or if your kids are grown up and maybe it's grandkids, whatever your situation may be, it's a lot and it can get really heavy. And so sometimes when I feel like my overstimulation is bubbling up, sometimes it's because of just the high volume, like the sensory overload is so much. The kids are loud and it's just a lot for me to deal with the noise, the movement, just like the overstimulation. So if that's you, you're probably there too. Sometimes it's a lack of sleep. Maybe you have a newborn and literally the lack of sleep does never stop. So I'm really sorry if, well, it hasn't stopped for me yet. Maybe it stops when they get to be like teenagers. At least that's what my friends say who have teenagers. Like they sleep until noon and I'm like, oh, praise Jesus. Like stay out of my bed. <laughs> Literally we woke up last night and there were two kids in our bed. Thank God for a king size bed, but like, holy moly. And they all fall asleep in their beds, but that doesn't make for a good night of sleep, to be honest with you. Like both my husband and I cannot wait for the day that nobody creeps into our bed. But then at the same time, like I miss it when they're not there, if that makes sense. So it's a double-edged sword. Anyways, lack of sleep is a huge reason why parents get overstimulated. We just, we aren't resting well. So by all means, mama, take that nap. High levels of stress, whether it's at work or um, the demands of parenting or people who are managing other responsibilities, caring for other children or relatives or anything like that. It's that can make parents very susceptible to feeling overstimulated when we just have high levels of stress or like it's 2023. It's like $2,000 for groceries and gas each month. Like if that doesn't stress you out, I don't know what does, but literally maybe your stress comes from the checkout line at the grocery store because some days mine does. It's getting ridiculous and I need an Aldi for my Aldi, if you know what I mean. So Sometimes it can be from just the lack of downtime. I feel like parents so often, we're just going. Our lives are so full and it just is from one thing to another thing. And it's just really heavy sometimes. And then by the time you actually do get in front of the TV or do get to read a book or something like that, you literally pass out because you're so exhausted. And that's another thing. I should do a podcast on the difference between my husband's word for exhausted and mine. Mine is like, I can't keep my eyes open. I need to go lay down and fall asleep. His is like, I just need to go in the basement and play some video games, which is fine. I've had to learn to respect that, that our exhausted means something different. But 
a lot of times parents just need that downtime, or maybe it's like the hobby that you need to do, or maybe it's just simply getting out of the house. For the longest time, my husband was like, get out of the house, get out of the house, you time, you time, you time. And for me, I felt so much mom guilt. That'll be another podcast episode because I felt mom guilt like, oh my God, it's such a burden for him to like be with the kids. Like I do it so much better (laughs) or at least I thought. And I honestly, getting out of the house has been like the number one thing for me because I get to drive alone or I get to go to like holy yoga alone or whatever it might be, like the target aisles up and down with a Starbucks cup. I don't care if I'm buying anything or if I load my cart up and do like the dash in the shampoo aisle where you're like, "Mm, don't really need any of this, but this will be nice one day. You've been there. You have done that where you're like really picking over the things you need versus you don't need. Or maybe you're just like, I'm doing it. I'm getting it all. And then if you suffer with anxiety and depression or with anxiety at all or any other mental issues, mental health issues, which like girlfriend, it's okay. You may need to see, you know, a professional, hire a life coach or see a therapist and get yourself the help you need. Like find no shame in that. But overstimulation is something I think that all of us face as parents, especially as mothers and as women. And it's all good. Today, I literally, if you, if you're in real time, I just posted on my story today, like (laughs) I escaped to the basement because it's the one place I know I won't be bothered because there's one of those like door handles on it that nobody knows how to get into. And I may have yelled going downstairs like, nobody follow me because I just needed to take a break. So literally take a break from your kids. I literally told my kids, mommy needs a timeout because as much as we're grown adults that have tantrums, like our kids have tantrums too, and they don't know how to deal with them, obviously, because what you do is what they do. And I've learned that. I'm working on that. Believe me, I'm a work in progress over here. Sometimes I yell too much. Sometimes I lose my SH it. You know what I mean? Like sometimes that happens. And I always feel guilty about it, but I'm working on it. Also, taking a break can teach your child that when they feel overwhelmed to take a break, take a time out, like go play, go, go give yourself a break. And honestly, it's essential for you to take a break, whether it's in your car. Like sometimes my husband will just look at me and he'll like see me at the breaking point or I've already gone over the edge. And he's like, you need to go for a drive. And usually in the moment I get really mad, but like when I'm in the car driving or I go for a walk or something like that, it's like, whoo, I needed it. Thank you, honey, for realizing that I needed to get out of the house. Um, I love doing box breath. So go Google box breathing. It's so good. It's just like deep inhales and long exhales. And it's so good. Totally. There's so much science behind it, resetting your system. So you breathe in for four seconds. You hold it for four seconds. You exhale for four seconds. And then you wait for four seconds and you do it again like five times. Honestly, I call this red light breathing. It's amazing. And it will definitely change the way that you show up as a parent. And then, you know, the other break that you can take is just something that you enjoy doing. Literally something you enjoy doing. I look forward to Monday nights because that is when I get to go to yoga. 
I do something called holy yoga and it's so amazing. If you're in the area, if you're in Metro Detroit, like come with me Mondays and seven, six and seven is where it's at. And I just love it. It's like exercise in Jesus all in one is the shameless plug for Nikia and Kristen. It's called wild peace yoga and you will absolutely love it. The next thing is just self-care, whether it's your nails, your hair, a journal, like journaling your thoughts out, a bath, meditation, reading books, working out, moving your body, whatever your self-care that feels really good for you that's out of the normal. I think we do things every single day for ourselves for self-care, but when you do things out of your routine, out of the habits that you already do every day, it feels especially grateful. Another one is just mindfulness, being very, very aware of when you're about to lose it, when the, you know, pot is boiling over. And then if you do have a spouse, it's communicating with them and be like, when you see me get like this, like, I just need you to step in and just allow me to remove myself from this situation, like take over and and just let me go. When I was in the thick of, I was probably a little depressed and like, maybe, maybe not like depressed, depressed, but I definitely was like, not myself. And it was about two years ago. I would just like go sit in the garage (laughs) and like the cold air would just like help me. I remember it was December and I would just be like, mommy needs a break. This is what my therapist told me. And she's like, just go allow yourself that like five, 10 minute break where you can just be by yourself and like reset yourself because it does no good for you to, cause then you go to bed and you feel so guilty all the things running through our heads as mothers of the day of what we did good and what we didn't do good and all the things. It's like those moments where we just lose it. And maybe you're a unicorn. Maybe you've never been there. Maybe I'm speaking to myself here. But I will say when you become very mindful of when you need a break, of when you need a little bit of self-care, of when you need to reset yourself, whether it's sitting in the garage, going in the basement. And sometimes you guys, I remember somebody told me they're like, it's okay for you to like yell with your kids. Like if you're overwhelmed, yell with them. Be like, okay, everybody, we're going to get the energy out. We're going to move it. We're going to get this negative energy out. And I love that because when my kids are frustrated, I understand that why they yell or why they throw a tantrum. One, they don't know how to process all of what they're feeling and express that. But two, when you can get that negative energy out, that's why like so many people love working out. So many people love being and doing physical activities because they get all of their energy out and obviously the endorphins and all the great health benefits. But yelling for my kids when we all can sit and yell together and sometimes it's in the car because if you've ever been overstimulated in the car, holy moly, yell with your kids. Like I know that's crazy because it's like more stimulation, but it usually ends with laughter because everybody just ends up laughing because it feels good to get the negative energy out. And then the laughter makes it 10 times better. Another one is to establish boundaries. So it's so essential to set boundaries with your child to prevent overstimulation. And this means like limiting screen time, reducing the number of activities you do, like say no to things. If your weekend, you know, for some of us, we work full time or we're working a business or we work at home full time. And so like when we jam pack our weekend with birthday parties, with practices, with waking up and go, go, going, 
and you don't have any downtime with your child, like that causes overstimulation, not only for you, but for them too. So setting alone time for you and for your child and just explaining to them, like we all need a break and it's all good. Another one is to seek support and ask for help. And it's honestly okay to ask for help if you're feeling overwhelmed. A lot of women hate to ask for help because we hate to pretend like, you know, we want to like say everything's okay. And then, I mean, here's another podcast episode, but the comparison, like seeing everybody else's highlight reel, you see all these reels where all these moms are like loving their kids and they're such good moms. Like if you don't believe that the woman on that Instagram reel doesn't lose it from time to time, like you're crazy. We all do. It's human. It's human. It doesn't mean that we can't get better at it or not do it at all or whatever. It just means that she simply put out the really good moments in her life. And it's the highlight reel. Like that's just not real life. So give yourself a break, girlfriend, and ask for help. Ask your spouse, ask your husband, ask a friend to watch the kids, ask your parents, like ask for help. And reach out to friends and family or a mental health professional to get the support and guidance that you need to manage your stress. A lot of what we do every single day is so stressful, right? But when you can learn to regulate the stress and to really put yourself first and understand that like if your cup isn't full, then and like overflowing, then you're going to be empty at the end of the day. And let me tell you, I don't lose, I don't lose it at 8am. I lose it at like 9.30pm when like no one's going to bed and I'm tired and I still have so many other things to do for life, whether it's for work or whether I just want to sit down and watch Love is Blind on Netflix. Like seriously, that feels good to me and that's okay. So I give you all the permission. I want you to give yourself permission Once you listen to this, tag me on Instagram because I would love to know your takeaways from this. It's at the Stacey Crown because it's so important to be putting yourself first to prevent the overstimulation. But let's be honest, it's going to happen because we're all human. Our kids are human and it's okay. Give yourself grace over it. Don't find guilt. Give yourself grace and take some tips away from this. Would love to know what takeaways you have from this. Until next time. Hey, wow, what a good episode. I would absolutely love if you shared with a friend or maybe even just tag me on Instagram at the Stacey Crown in your story so I can hear any of your aha moments or takeaways from this episode. If you're feeling called, I would absolutely love if you left me a review right here on Apple or Spotify, whichever one you're listening on. And lastly, would love to invite you into the space that I have made for women who want more and who just are called for more in life right on Facebook. It's called the She Is Called Community. You can find it right in the show notes. Thanks again so much for being a part of the She Is Called podcast. This all started as a little dream and now we're here. Talk soon.